uh, I liked her. I liked her a lot, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was intimidated. And so uh, there were some other girls there that I liked as well, but not like I liked dance. Hi, and welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and thanks so much for joining us today. Today on the podcast, I have a very special guest, the first ever uncle on the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. It's my Uncle Kenny. Uncle Kenny, how you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. And I'll have to say that at least at this moment, um, you are now my favorite uncle because you're the first one that's been on the, uh, on the podcast. So there you go. Favorite uncle on the air. That's awesome. <laughs> there you go. You can throw away your phone. No more podcasts needed. There you go. Just Uncle Kenny, and we're good. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna. We're gonna do today kind of like what we did uh, for those that have listened in the past with a few other people um, of just kind of like getting to know how you grew up and stuff like that. I I really enjoy doing these when it's someone, um, you know, like I didn't grow up in Florida around you guys very often, so we haven't right. had as much of a chance, you know to talk or for me to really know how life was for you growing up as maybe, you know, some of my uncles up in Kentucky or, you know, my siblings and stuff. So that's what we're going to do. Talk about you. Okay. It's going to be exciting. All right. Sounds good. (laughs) So I'll start you off with a really easy softball question. Uncle Kenny, when and where were you born? I was born June the 29th, 1968 on a beautiful Saturday in Phoenix, Arizona. There you go. So, so growing up, yeah. cause, cause I know like from talking to dad before y'all lived in Phoenix for a while and then, you know, obviously ended up going to Florida. What was, um, how long were you actually in Arizona before the family packed up and moved to Florida? Uh, we moved in 1976. Okay. I was eight years old. Okay. So do you, yeah, so old enough you, to remember. Yeah. So do you have any um, or very many memories of Arizona at all? And if so, what what did Arizona mean to you with those memories? Uh, we had a desert. I think uh, Jim would remember. Larry would remember. Julie may or may not. But uh, us boys would go to the desert to play. Ironically, the heat never entered my memory until I went back to visit. And then it's like, how in the world did we do it? But <laughs> when you live there, you didn't know anything different. But yeah, we would go to the we would go to the desert to play. Um, I remember uh, we lived in a uh, I forget the name of the town, but it was right outside of Phoenix, Sunburst Farms. That's what it was. Okay. And we had a it's like a hobby farm, uh, basically. I don't know if it was one or two acres, but small farm we had you know i think we at one time we had goats and and we uh grew watermelon and okra and and uh contrary to jim's opinion i probably did most of the work there (laughs) see he told me to ask you he told me to ask you whether i don't know if it was out there if it was in florida but he wanted to know why you didn't like taking out the trash so much is there a story behind that was that the bane of your existence or something well 
I had an older sister that she was practicing on being a mom my entire my entire uh childhood and, and she uh thought that the trash needed to be taken out my mo- which my mother agreed uh-huh. and I think my siblings wanted to see how many times I could take the trash out per day so they would <laughs> add to it I think on purpose so it was a little, uh, there was a little angst going on. I didn't think we needed to be such a trashy family. <laughs> now, I don't know if but, I believe uh, that story, Uncle Kenny, really, that Hobbs's, okay, right. that, that Hobbs's would be ornery. Is that, is that really possible? Well, I mean, not, you, you were raised by one. <laughs> so, so yes, I think I'm fully aware. I, I yes, believe that story. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely cool i've also heard from grandma and papa talking about it before more grandma i think um one of the times the story was told to me of like the reason that you guys had animals or different things out on the farm or uh, out, out there in phoenix um was because the idea was if you kept the kids busy then they couldn't possibly get into trouble was that any part of it or, or not really from your recollection Oh, well, we did stay busy. Yeah. Um, You know, I'm sure that was, yeah, I'm sure that was part of it. And they were enjoyable too. Um, I do remember as far as the garden goes, I remember walking up and down the uh, street there, which you wouldn't want to do today, but back then it was different. Mm -hmm. Uh, With a wagon and we had vegetables or whatever else. I forget what we were selling out of the garden. Larry and I going door to door. So, uh, pretty neat memories of that. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you remember um, where you would have gone to school uh, for those first few years until you guys moved away? Uh, I remember a school called Light and Life. And then we went to another ACE school, and I don't even know the name of that one, which which I did like the ACE because you could, uh, it was paces. Mm-hmm. You're done with one, you go to the other and and work at your own pace, and I enjoyed that. Um, did you, that time and then also, you know, later in life and stuff, did you enjoy school? Like just for the sake of school? For the sake of school, I enjoyed school. ATE, I enjoyed doing the uh, paces. Now, when I moved here to Florida, I enjoyed school because it was a place to have friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I got older, I realized that that probably wasn't the best reason for going to school so i added to it and i decided that i liked uh, to go to school because i like to have girlfriends so there you go <laughs> that was my extent of the joys of school <laughs> sorry to say now uncle kenny didn't did you get it till later in life that i should have went to school to learn so yeah. now i'm gonna ask you because you brought it up did you have many girlfriends growing up is that what you're telling me uh no i really didn't i really didn't um, I had a few, but not, you know, probably not like you or David or <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> or probably Jim, your dad. Yeah. Well, uh, I, or whenever... Larry. Larry had girlfriends in, in school. I mean, I, you know, it's hard to keep track of your older siblings as much uh-huh. when you're uh, in school, but they, they probably outdid me in those areas. <laughs> I, when I talked to uh, mom and dad uh, before, I think it was doing one of these podcasts, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Mom, mom said that um, 
she liked daddy and he was kind of like uh the bad boy uh that that she liked and so i i didn't know that about my dad but apparently <laughs> that's what she saw him as so <laughs> learn all sorts of things uh, absolutely yeah but so, under oath you learn a lot that's right so um so you said that you moved or the family moved when you were about eight years old right out to florida right um yeah. what do you like did you have any was it difficult to to make that move or was it not that big of a deal for for you as an 8 year old moving across the country Yeah for me it was not that I can remember at all no big okay. deal Yeah and then um, when you Go ahead No I just saying we moved out here we we lived uh, temporarily in uh so well it was on campus here in Hope Sound just for a little bit and then we moved uh into a house and it wasn't too long after that mom and dad found a nice house that they bought and and it was it was a fairly smooth as far as an eight-year-old mind can see you know mm -hmm. there's probably a lot more going on with mom and dad than than I could see but yeah I thought it was fairly smooth and no I didn't have any didn't have you know we had cousins but you know, we also had a big family, which played a a bigger role than if I was a single, you know, the only child. Yeah. You know, and and had friends outside of my family and and all that, which I'm sure I did have friends. But when you have a bigger family, as you know, it plays a a lesser role when you move. Absolutely. At least for me, it did. Yeah. And speaking about the family, um, what? I would ask you to just go in and down the line with all your siblings and kind of describe what it was like growing up with them. But maybe it might be more interesting. Can you think of any um, interesting or maybe even embarrassing stories about any of your uh, uh, siblings as they were, as you guys were growing up together? No, my, <laughs> this is my free oldest brother <laughs> Yeah, my oldest brother. Wow. What a character. But for some reason, I really liked him growing up. I couldn't tell you why, but I, I, they're just, I really liked him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I remember one time it was probably not the wisest move for him nor myself, although I, there was nothing done about it, but I remember him getting a whipping for some reason. I have no idea, but broke my heart. So I was there to greet him coming out of the bedroom, put my arms around him, give him a big hug. I still remember that. That's been, hmm. shoot, it's probably been 40, it's hard to say, it's probably been 40 years ago. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I, I, I may have been a fly in his ointment, but anyhow, <laughs> as, as a younger brother, I really looked up to him. My oldest sister... Um, she liked to be mom. Nothing wrong with that. That's not a, that's not a slam. She should be, especially when you got three other kids below you. Uh huh. And as she did, and and uh, we had some interesting times. Her boyfriends and stuff like that. Let's see, Larry. Um, he liked to. He liked to. He was probably. Well, let's just say he, he had a lot of mischief going on with him too. So <laughs> he, uh, he carried the, 
the Hobbs tradition faithfully in that area. Mm-hmm. And Julie, she's my younger sister, and obviously we would have little tits for tats, but um, I can't think of anything anything too out of the ordinary with brothers and sisters. Yeah, absolutely. Had a good family. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder, um, cause one of the things that honestly I look up to, I mean, my dad specifically and also Papa, and then I know that it's the same for, for all the Hobbses with you and, um, you know, aunt Julie and aunt Mandy and uncle Larry and, um, everybody that the Hobbses are known for being hard workers. So I wanted to know what, so I know that you said whenever you were in, uh, Arizona, you remembered you and uncle Larry going around selling vegetables, uh, from the garden. What are some of the other jobs that you had uh, growing up, um, you know, whether it's in Florida or, you know, on from there? What were some other things that you did for, for jobs growing up? Uh, well, just as far as the home, well, obviously we mowed the lawn, mm-hmm. hung out laundry, just did whatever, cleaned the garage. Dad, my dad is goal-oriented, I think, and as far as accomplishing things. So, you know, it was Saturday night, clean the car make sure it was ready for church Sunday morning. Um, my mom is a, a very clean oriented, uh, task oriented, like to have fun too. I don't mean that they both do, but you know, they, so we would do whatever around the house, probably not up to the standards, but that's part <laughs> of raising kids, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotta As teach I got them. older, I got some, you know, dad was in the, uh, meat, uh, industry, uh, for, different places in Arizona. And then when he came out here to Florida for a little bit before he got into the landscaping. And so I got a few yards around, uh, the, the street there. And I don't even know if I just got, if I got off of colony street or not, but, uh, as well as worked for him. And, uh, see, before I got married, I got a job at UPS, still worked for my dad. Would go to work early in the morning and get off from there, come home and eat breakfast and, why I did it, I have no idea, but anyhow, <laughs> then, then uh, uh, pretty much have done landscaping uh, my entire life until um, now, still doing it. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, so. Uh, and I want to ask, so uh, whenever you guys were in Florida, did you go to um, the academy there for the rest of your schooling until you graduated from high school? Yep. I went to what was then called Hope Sound uh, Bible Academy. Now it's Hope Sound Christian Academy. I went there from third grade when we moved in 1976 till uh, I was a junior in high school. The last semester I went out to uh, Missouri, a place called uh, Mount Zion Okay. Bible School. And I went there for the last semester of my junior year. Met my wife there, I'll have you know. Well, awesome. Worked out well. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Absolutely. It worked out real well. And uh, then I came back here and graduated in 86 uh, um, from the academy high school here. So okay. We got married in 87 after she graduated from Mount Zion. And then she moved down here after we got married. Yeah, cool. So, so what, what brought you out there to, to Mount Zion then? Like why, instead of just 
going straight through it at, at Hope Sound, did you go out there for a little bit in high school? Uh, I was given the opportunity by my parents and my mother had uh, went to school out there as a young girl, um, obviously many years ago. So she was familiar with the place and knew some of the people out there. Larry, my older brother, not oldest, but my older brother, mm-hmm. one above me is went there to Missouri as well. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, and you, so he was—he went out there. He was not out there when I went, but he was out there. Okay. I also went with a guy called Rise, uh, Paul Reisdorf. So, me and another kid went out there, as was, as was the case with my brother. He and a couple friends went out there to school. So, awesome. just a change. Yeah. So, so whenever, whenever you were out there, did you live in like a like dorm style housing, or was there a family that hosted you? Yeah, I lived in a dorm. Okay. And we had dorm dorm parents, Ron and Becky Arnold. But uh yeah, so it's just uh it was a lot smaller of a school than this was at the time. And okay. still it was a pretty small school, but um it was good. Yeah. Now what was good it memories. like? Yeah, what was it like? You said you met um Aunt Jan out there. So what what was that like? Was it a, a love at first sight thing or what did you first think about her whenever you met her? Uh, I liked her. I liked her a lot, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was intimidated. And so, uh, there were some other girls there that I liked as well, but not like I liked Jan. So, um, you know, if you're intimidated, you don't try to, at least for me, I didn't try to see if I could get her right away. I had to work up a little bit of confidence. So, um, but it love the first sight. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> now, yeah, what? Probably. What about what about Aunt Jan intimidated you? Uh, probably because I really liked her, but I didn't think I could get her. I don't even know why. Okay. I mean, yeah. she was, you know, I I can I couldn't put a finger on it, but just you know, when you see a beautiful girl, <laughs> you it seems to me like you've had this uh, experience yourself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See a beautiful girl, I don't know. I just uh with the qualities that she had and I'm just like, man, you know how it goes with there those you guys. Go. It's like so I don't I don't know. And I I wasn't uh I just had to play one day at a time. So Yeah. And anyhow. then so you were out there for a year, is that right? No, just a semester. Just a semester. So I left after uh yeah, after Christmas, after New Year's, went out there and Stayed the rest of the school year there, and then came back. Okay, gotcha. And then you Florida. came. You said you came back to Hope Sound for your senior year, and then right. the following year after your senior year is when you guys got married. Yeah, so I graduated in '86, and then Jan was one year uh, below me. She graduated in '87, and then we got married. I actually asked her when she was still in school. Yeah. And uh, then we got married in uh, the summer of 87. Huh. So, August the 14th. Man, August weddings are just a thing for you and uh, my parents, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> What's there? Is the 12th? Is yep. that the 12th, I think, yep. right? Yep, the yeah. 12th. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So so I'm just uh, thinking, like, because I said, I, I don't know any of this story, but 
Um, so if you were only out there for a semester um, and then you guys end up getting married after you graduate from, from high school or whatever, a year later, um, was that, did you get to go visit her out in Missouri at all? Or was it just like phone calls and stuff talking back and forth? How was that like whenever you guys were, uh, were dating, I guess? Yeah, that's a lot different than what it is today. Oh yeah. You pick up a cell phone and shoot a text off or I don't even know what you text me, something about Google something. I have <laughs> I don't even have a clue what that is. I'm uh-huh. like, nope, don't have that. <laughs> but in those days you had to pay for long distance. Yeah. And uh so we would do a lot of lot of writing physical letters, no uh-huh. email obviously, nothing like that. So we would we would communicate with uh letters. She did come down here on a senior trip, which actually helped things out. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. And I would go out there, but it, it wasn't frequent. I mean, it wasn't, you know, even like people would do today. It just wasn't like that. So we communicated a lot through letters. And and I think I would call her, I think it was once a month. And we would write on the calendar when I would call her. So she would be, because she worked too. She was raised on a on a dairy farm. Yeah. And they would, they would milk, uh, three times a day. Um, sometimes and twice a day others, but she would get the midnight milking. So anyhow, we had to schedule our, our phone conversations and anyhow, that's the way we communicated. Yeah. Uh, mostly, mostly through phone calls and, and letters. And I still have some of those letters. I will have, you know, that is and they cool. are a lot better than texting <laughs> and losing well, all that when your phone goes down. Yeah, well, well you'll like this. I have um, in my desk um, at my apartment right here, I have a uh, a box, I guess, of letters that uh, my fiance, Sarah, and I have written um, back and forth. That's she, awesome. She loves writing letters. Like She writes it to her mom and her grandma and stuff all the time, so we started doing that some. And she, she loves it. So yeah, you're right. That kind of thing is, is really cool. And I think we're, me and her, we're spoiled. You know, we get, uh, we can do phone calls whenever we want. It's not extra for long distance or something. And we can even do FaceTime and see each other. So it's a, right. It's a neat thing. But yeah, that is neat. Yeah. So really, yeah. So after, after high school for you, um, did you go, uh, straight into working? Was it, um, the UPS was at that time that you were working at UPS and then doing landscaping or how did that work out for you after high school? Yeah, actually I had worked, um, with the exception of going to Missouri for the semester, I had worked, uh, most every day after school for my dad in mm-hmm. uh, landscaping. And, uh, so yeah, when I got uh, out of high school, I went full time with my dad and then UPS uh, came available. I applied for that, got the job, and uh, that job there, they would start like 3.30 in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. Christmas rush was midnight mm-hmm. or even 11 o'clock uh, p.m., and then so you'd work the earlier, early hours, be done by 7.30 or so, and uh, then I'd come home and eat and go to work. Yeah, absolutely. Day, so. Yeah. How how long did it take um, from the time that uh, you and Aunt Jan got married um, to where kids started coming along in the picture for y'all? Oh, 87, we got married, had Amanda January the 7th, 
in '89. Uh, okay, gotcha. So not too long. Yeah. How did? Because um, I, I don't know. A lot of people, obviously, I haven't experienced this, but a lot of people talk about becoming a parent or becoming a father specifically, kind of changes your outlook on life and things like that. How do you think having kids um, changed your life? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think it does bring home the responsibility that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the joys, absolutely. There's nothing. That even, I mean, I love my grandkids, and I love them a lot, but there's nothing like having, bringing your kid home from the hospital, seeing your kid for the first time. Yeah. Uh, Amanda was very expressive as a little girl, hmm. having her run to the door when you come home for work. I mean, it's just, it's something that, you know, I could go on and on about, but until you have it, um, it, it, it yeah, it changes your life. It changes your world. Yeah. It's incredible. Do you have incredible. any, uh, good stories, good memories or, or funny stories from uh, any of your, your kiddos as they were growing up? Uh, well, yeah, I, I just referred to one of them, Amanda. She would, when, when I would come home from school, she would scream, you know, in a, in a playful voice, uh-huh. uh, daddy and come run into the door. I mean, it was, just, it wasn't just one time it was over. I mean, obviously not, not multiple times in the evening that I came home, but every time I'd come home, it was like, it's a memory I'll always have just daddy and, and come run into the door to, to greet me. Mm-hmm. I remember Klaus, uh, at very young age, he would, he had an issue with not getting his own way. <laughs> and, uh, he would hit what I would say, hit the deck. If he didn't get his own way and it made him upset, he would fall. I don't see how he didn't hurt himself. He would fall <laughs> face down on the floor. Dear. And it was like, I mean, wasn't, he didn't get on his knees and go down easy. It was, Bam. And I'm like, what in the world? I mean, it, <laughs> it, it, that was funny. Let's see. I had to limit James or we tried to limit James on what he could watch because when he watched uh, Superman or something like that, he'd be jumping off of all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Probably like every other, every other little kid. But uh-huh. um, Catherine, she was my, probably my most tomboy girl. Mm-hmm. She was young. She liked to climb. Um, she'd do what her and Klaus were fairly close when they were younger and, and they would do a lot of stuff together. Caroline. Um, what can I say about Caroline? Um, I am surprised. Well, it's not her interest. That's one reason, I guess, but. She has a absolute beautiful voice, mm-hmm. um, and they're and my girls, my girls are all sweet girls now. They they're all nurses, which is ironic. I've told them if they didn't know what they wanted to do to go to school and be a nurse, you can get a job anywhere. But <laughs> I think they actually enjoy it. So oh, good. You you the, and you and my dad have the, the same. You and my dad have the same. Uh, advice on that a little bit he said that or going into computers uh, anything with computers was a good idea and i yeah, still that's I, true too 
I still remember Becca. Um, I, I don't know if I was the first one, but I was one of the first ones that she told that she was switching her major to nursing because she had started out doing like biology or something, um, going and okay. doing that, wanting yeah. to go to med school afterwards. And she told yeah. me, she was like, Andrew, I really think that I should switch to be a nursing major, but there's something that's holding me back. I said, Becca, what's that? She said, well, then that would mean daddy was right. He told me I should have done nursing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there that is that. Yes. <laughs> but there I was, is that. I always thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but, yeah. but you're, you're also, like you mentioned, you're also a, a grandpa now. So how, how many grandkids do you have? I've got four grandkids. Okay. I've got three boys and two girls. Amanda has a boy and a girl, William yep. and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And uh, Catherine and Jordan, they have uh, Camden and Bentley. And what do what so are those? The oldest is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, how old is the oldest? Eight. Mm-hmm. William's eight. Uh, I think Charlotte is, I don't even know, three. Mm hmm. And uh, Camden is four, and Bentley's uh, one. Gotcha. What what so, do what do the grandkids call you? I'm Oompa. Oompa, and what is Aunt Jan? Simp- uh, Jan is uh, Nana. Nana, Oompa, and I'm Aunt Oompa Nana. because William named me that. He couldn't he couldn't say. I just what he that's what came out of his mouth. So it's pretty yeah. well tagged me. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, we had. I, yeah. I I didn't know until mom and dad got to where they were grandparents that people got to pick the names for like what they were going to be called. Because I I mean for grandma and papa like that's what they are to me on both sides is just grandma and papa. Um, and right. So I, but my so my fiance Sarah, um, her brother in law. So her her sister just had a baby, but her brother in law is from Zimbabwe, and they're wanting to go back out there to be uh, missionaries in the future. Um, okay. But so, and I forget what the language is, but whatever that native tongue is, those are the names that they're using for like grandma and papa and then for um, aunts and uncles. So I know that the aunt is Tay Tay because Sarah's not too excited about being called Tay Tay. She, she doesn't like that name. <laughs> and then I, th- I think grandma is like go go and then grandpa is something else that i don't remember and her her she's out in tennessee now meeting that niece of hers and i told her her assignment oh, was wow her assignment was to figure out what my name is because I, I don't know what uncle will be whenever we're uh whenever we're married and i become uncle to to ruby the name of the the girl that they just had oh wow you know, it didn't used to be that way. It I know. used to be, you know, it was grandma and grandpa, and that was pretty well. I mean, you might vary a little bit from that, but now it's it's pretty much from Mimi. I've heard Mimi to um, grandmommy to whatever. I mean, it's just so yeah. You just it's wide open, Andrew. Yep. I guess you get to pick whatever you want. Exactly. Um. So I want to know what what is a a day um, in your life like now? Because I guess y'all would be um, empty nesters, right? Uh, all the kids, have yeah. So yeah. what's what's a what's a day in your life like now? Uh, regular Monday through Friday, I get up uh, anywhere from five thirty to six usually, and uh, get breakfast, go to work. And that varies, the work schedule, work, uh, what I do. Um, 
that varies from day to day and mm-hmm. get off around four, four thirty, and come home. And hopefully Jan's home right now. Um, Jan's mom and dad are staying with us. Yeah. So that's a little change, empty nesters, but, uh, have company for yeah. a few months. And, uh, but that's life for me. I sold my business to my older son, Klaus. Okay. And so I'm working for him for right now. And, and uh, we'll see what the future holds. Yeah. So I'm still working, still active. Um, well, that's cool. I enjoy every day. Yeah. And it's it's been a while since I've been um, at y'all's uh, place. But you've moved from... When, when did y'all move from the, the property? Because whenever I think um, Uncle Kenny and Aunt Jan's house, it's whatever the house was that you guys had that was on the land and you guys would have the four-wheelers and stuff like that. But how long has it been since you've lived there? Because haven't you moved since then? Yeah, it's almost uh, – it'll be two years this August. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, we moved uh, to Pinecone Lane in Hope Sound here. Okay. We actually bought – you may not know him, Barton, Julie Thompson – Okay. No, uh, you probably don't, but yeah, we bought their house and, and I'm actually enjoying it. I thought after moving from there and I enjoyed it out there, I did, but it was just, you know, when you, when you know, you're winding down with your family, your needs change and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, well, your mom and dad did it too. So it's just like, you know, you don't need that, whether you needed it or not before, you definitely don't need it now. Bigger yeah. place and. And all the upkeep and the and the energy, the time and money that goes into it, you're like, you know, I'm done with this. So yeah, we sold and moved to a. I would have been happy with a two bedroom, but Jan wanted three bedrooms, so we got three bedroom and and uh, I don't know, it's probably fifteen hundred, seventeen hundred square feet. Cool. So plenty big enough for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, where, whenever you guys get a chance um, to to get away and go on vacation, where do you guys like to go and to visit? Mm, well, I like to visit family, but mm-hmm. apart from that, I love going to Alaska. Really? Absolutely love it. What do you like so much about Alaska? Uh, I love the uh, grandeur of it. I love the, I don't know, um... It's wild. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, it's just, it's, you know, when you take pictures and you try to bring them back and show people and you realize that pictures don't do it justice. Yeah. You know, if you go to the Niagara, if you've ever been, or you go to some place you've been and you bring back pictures and you're like, nah, it's just not the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same way. Same way. It's like when I bring pictures back of my wife or my girlfriend in, mm-hmm. in Missouri and try to show my family <laughs> and I'm like, man, you know what? You just don't get it. Yep. <laughs> it's not the same in person. That's true. So, Very yeah, true. I love Alaska. The mountains are beautiful. The, I mean, it's just, it's totally different than what it probably plays a big role, but it's totally different than what I've been raised with. Now we oh, have yeah. mountains in Arizona, but I was, you know, we moved when I was eight and they're, and they're different. And I moved here to Florida, been here since 76. And, you know, there's, it's pretty flat and there's the water, but there's the water in Alaska too. But, um, yeah. anyhow, the wildlife is, is amazing. And the scenery is amazing. And even the dark's pretty cool and it's not dark all the time. Like everybody, we, we went to, uh, 
Fairbanks, I don't know, two two winters ago, and we were only there for a week, but um, it's not dark all the time like <laughs> like you might hear, but it, it, it's dark. Yeah. But it's neat. It's neat. I love it. Well, that's awesome. Well, and listen, if you like mountains and stuff, you can, uh, in the future, you can come out and visit me in Salt Lake. We've got mountains here too. So, you know, open up, uh, that's an idea. (laughs) Whenever, whenever I can, um, uh, am able to have a place where it's more than just one bedroom, you're more than welcome to stay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I've seen pictures. Mom and dad sent me pictures. I think Jim may have sent me pictures too when he's been out there. Yeah, that that was so that was extremely nice of them to help me out as much as they did because they yeah mom and dad both came out and then grandma and papa actually did too um, and helped me to get moved in and uh, it was it was a neat thing. Becca's coming out um, next month after she's done with her school year. Uh, she's gonna oh, fly really? out. Yeah, and she'll stay with me for a couple of days. So I'm excited for that. That'll be a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Neat. Yep. Well, I'll I'll wrap up with uh two more questions uh that I that okay. I kind of want to hit. Um so I want to know um I, I really think one of the neat things about um our family being, you know, the Hobbs family is that um I don't know, uh, Christianity and a relationship with Jesus is something that I do think has been kind of um important to the vast majority of the people in the family. Um, so I wanted to know for you, um, what has, I guess your spiritual journey kind of been like, if you want to call it like that. So like, when did, um, your faith become your own? Well, let's see. Maybe when, uh, my oldest brother started acting uh halfway normal i thought wow there there surely must be a god (laughs) no when i was in the fifth grade um is when i got saved yeah and it made such a huge because i was not a good kid just to be honest with you i had Mm -hmm. a terrible terrible temper and you may have not experienced it or been around people when they've had the issue with their temper, but it's like, you can't control it. I mean, yeah. before you know it, it's there. And that was me. But in fifth grade, I got saved and, and God changed me so radically as far as total control over my composure. I remember walking in line and I can still, this is a memory I have about this. I remember walking in line because in those days it was single file when you left the classroom Mm -hmm. and thinking to myself, wow, what a change has been made. Um, And that was, you know, 12 years old. Um, So from there, obviously lots of ups, lots of downs, but uh, that would be the first time that, that as an older, you know, being able to wrap my mind around what God can do for you, you know, um, and I'm sure probably younger than that, but not being able to recall. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't know if it was in camp or what, when it was, I can't point back to a a day and a time, but, um, as far as the Pacific day, but I do Mm -hmm. remember, that and you're right um it has been 
it has been a priority with the Hobbs family. Yeah, and, and I really that that's something that makes me. I mean, I'm proud to be a Hobbs, anyways. But I don't know, just kind of yeah. feel like there is a, a spiritual heritage. I really look up to you know to my dad. Um, I look up to my mom as well and then Papa and grandma and it's just neat to see how, you know, my siblings and, you know, cousins and stuff like that, you know, when, right. we, when we choose to follow after God, that like it becomes our own and that's just a really cool yep. thing. But yep, so what, it is. What, one more question for you and I'll wrap it up, um, with, right. with this, but I want to know, um, and I asked this to, to other people I've done this kind of interview with, with, um, we're all very much influenced by our parents as they raise us and things like that. And um, I think I was blessed with very good parents, definitely not perfect, but good ones. And I think, you know, you probably have been too with Papa and grandma and uh, right. just the way yeah. that they were able to, to lead the family. So if you could pinpoint one or maybe a couple of things, if you haven't learned anything else from your parents, what would be the one or couple of things that you think that that's what they really did impart on me and on my life with the way that they lived and what they taught me? Well, it would have to be that obviously God, God is first, but the bigger picture, um, I was trying to think about this, how I could say it, but and probably won't get it right. But in such a throwaway culture today, it even stands out more profound that, um, and it's not that they said it, you know, they probably never said it said at, at all that I can remember, but they lived it and that life matters, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that just, it's my life matters. Their life matters. Your friends' lives matter. Um, you know, and, and, and more than just for ourselves, but, we're here for each other and we want to make a difference. And most importantly, we want to make it to heaven. Um, so just, uh, obviously the spiritual factor was huge, mm-hmm. which I'll be forever grateful. Yeah. So if nothing else, it, it was, it was spiritual. And then dad, you know, he taught us how to work. Yeah. I wouldn't be, you know, I mean, I, who knows what I'd be, but he taught us how to work and mom did too. I'm not mm-hmm. saying mom didn't. She's a worker just as well. And, uh, and they, we, you know, they were disciplinarians and that's, that's, uh, made a huge impact on, on us as well. I mean, yep. in the contrast of what, what you see going on today mm-hmm. and then you see how, what mom and dad did different for us and the sacrifices they made for us. Um, you know, it's, can I put it into a few, a few words? No, I probably can't, but, (laughs) um, we, we caught a lot. They may not have said a lot and I'm sure they did say a lot, but I may not be be able to remember a lot of what they said. (laughs) Hopefully I've caught a lot of what they said. So, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. You're right. Parents have a tremendous impact, whether they think they do or not. And not every kid, you know, is gonna is going to translate the impact that you have on them, maybe the way that you want, or even that we, the way that you can see 
it doesn't mean that um, it's not there. Just maybe yeah. a maybe a late bloomer or something along that line. But absolutely, yeah, I'm very very grateful for the family I was raised in. Yeah, absolutely. born into. Absolutely. Well, Uncle Kenny, I just want to tell you uh, thank you for taking the time to do this interview. I really enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. I did. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate it. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings Podcast, where we use stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs, and please join us next week as we have yet another episode of this Hobbs Happenings to try to tell more stories about our family. Until then, toodles. Toodles.